here on episode four episode with my four. man. Yeah, yeah, it's not that's too cool. many. That's that's cool. too many. We, we, we climbing the charts. I'm early. I'm early. Hey, early on, you feel me? I've been here you since. You know, the one and only Noel, photographer and creative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, we want to get into your journey, man. Tell us where you're from. From wonderful city of Compton, California. Born and raised. Uh, born in 2002. 2002? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> you made me feel old. 2002? Nah, yeah. I'm turning 20 this year. And so I'm just happy. Happy to be here. Happy You're turning 20 this year. Yeah. I'm oh, a baby. Man. I'm a child. I'm still oh. a kid. But yeah. yeah, enjoying my time out here now that I'm back home from college. So that's dope. That's yeah, dope. That's yeah. dope, man. So what school you go to? Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. I'm studying uh, statistics out there. It's funny. I'm a creative, but doing statistics some, so i mean well, school work with that yeah well i know numbers is a thing in any in anything yeah right so you know for sure for sure so how do you like it how do you like it how do i like it it's 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 interesting because it's um i've been a math kid all throughout high school and i feel like my creative journey really didn't start until after high school so okay. it was kind of like growing up especially in the city of compton like stem was really pushed onto us just because it's like it's a low-income community. They want kids to make it out. And for them making it out, it's making money. And so it's like, oh, yeah, be an engineer. They make a lot of money. Or do this, do that. Makes a lot of money. And that's what I truly thought I wanted to do. And then luckily I started, um, I got the opportunity with Color Compton. And that's what kind of really put me mm. on. Because it's like I was finally had the resources to start a passion that I actually wanted to do. Like start, well, I did film photography before that for like, two years and it wasn't even like I was actively shooting it was more just like I shoot sometimes and then I'll go like six months without touching my camera at all until I could afford like buying more film or like developing it and stuff and so I like what I'm studying I like stats but I know like deep down it's not my true passion and so it's just maintaining like a a school passion balance if that makes any sense okay so what do you think is your your passion if um, like school or is it math like not your true passion I, I think i think it's somewhere between doing community work and creative work i feel like okay seeing like now color compton is like that's a space where those two interests like collide if that makes any sense mm -hmm. and so it's just like i still want to develop just my portfolio and the work that i want to do but also give back to the community that's like my number one goal um it's kind of like who else can fix the community or relate to the community than the people who grew up in it? If that makes any sense. So yeah, that's kind of like my overall goal. Nah, that's dope. Yeah, that's yeah, fire, yeah. bro. That's really cool. <laughs> that's really cool. I um. So what's what high school did you go to? <laughs> Southeast High School. It's the school in Southgate. Yeah. So it's funny because it's like. Did you were in Compton, right? Yeah, it was. I was in Compton, but. The situation was, it was like I had family going there already. I had a family okay. who worked in that school. It just would have been an easier transition. Um, I know in Compton, some of the, how do you say, some of the math classes that I was taking in middle school would have kind of set me back in high school. And so because okay. I had family working in there, they were able to put me in like in a better position and I was able to graduate with more AP credits and stuff like that. So that was kind of the main reason why I did it. Why you did it? Yeah, why well, I went over there. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Cool, 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 cool. So, when you first, I guess, like you applied for Color Compton, is that yeah. how you got in? All right, cool. Yeah. So when you when you applied, like, what was something that you expected, and what's something that you didn't expect? I just didn't expect. Oh, 
what I didn't expect is the community like here. Like, okay, it was interesting because it's like the only person that I knew that shot film was my friend Ruben in high school. So it was just me and him. So okay. it was like anything like new film stock came out, like a new camera that we were like obsessed over. Like it was just me and him. Like I was the only person I could talk to about film. Okay. And um, actually, after coming to Color Compton, it's like, oh, there's a lot of more people out here that shoot film that do this type of work, and it's like, where were y'all? Like <laughs> all my high school, yeah. Like where were y'all? And so that's what I was kind of happy about. And like another thing I didn't expect is like how involved I am with Color Compton now. Or I feel like even if like I went away for college and stuff like that, like I'm always in touch and stuff like that. And it's cool because it's like it's a space that we've never I've I didn't have growing up. The community needs it. Mm-hmm. so yeah okay is there anyone in your family that's like a creative like no no i mean my dad played guitar <laughs> but that, oh that's but, cool but it wasn't like oh this is my passion it was more just like a pastime for him if that makes any sense like we're kind of but my parents my mom specifically like my mom's side coming from mexico they kind of didn't have the option to go into creative work if that makes any sense no it makes sense what just part like, of mexico uh guadalajara so okay yeah mexico right. like around mexico city i think and so yeah they kind of just came to the states and it's like you gotta work you gotta find a way to make it out here and like the cool thing is that like my uncles i'm passionate with what they do but it isn't just creative work okay so when they got to la mm-hmm was it first Compton? Like, where, where where did they go? So, it's an interesting story. I don't know all of it. And Theo, if you're watching this, like, correct me or correct me in the comments <laughs> or something. Um, from what I understand is that my grandma's brother had came to the States before all my family did. Like, my family, speaking about, like, my mom, okay. my uncles and stuff. And he was already out here and he bought land out here. And he bought, like, houses. and Not a land, houses. Sorry, he bought a house out here. The house that I stay in right now. He bought house. You said house. House. I think he bought houses. Like not just oh, he in was Compton. Balling. I mean, he was. He's, he's pretty. He's doing all right now. Oh, I yeah, think about yeah. It. You know. But like, um, yeah, he had a house out here, and when he found out that his sister was coming to the states with her kids, and keep in mind, my mom was like twelve at the time. Like my uncles were younger, like kids, and he was like, um, he housed them for a while and then everybody went back to Mexico. And then a couple years later, when my uncle was already older, I think he was like 18 when he came back to the States and like okay. stayed after that. Um, my grandma's brother sold the house. So and the only condition was my grandma will always have a place to stay in that house, like regardless of anything. And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how we ended up here. We just had family that was already here already. And so okay. it was just an easier transition. Easier transition. So y'all, so it was straight to Compton. I think so. Yeah. Oh, so you Compton for real. No, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like born and raised. Born and raised. Born and yeah. raised. So what are some of the experiences, experiences that you had, you know, now that you're creative, mm-hmm. now battling like this new place of school mm-hmm. and you're like, you, you, you're you're pursuing, you're pursuing uh, math or education so, at no, the time? Yeah, yeah. Statistics, I know you, uh-huh. Yeah. So... How does that, like, how did that play for you when you it's, got to San Luis Obispo? That's a whole different world out there in the sense of, like, I mean, we were talking about this the other day, but it was, like, I had imposter syndrome for the first two months because it's, like, you walk on campus and 
nobody looks like you. Like I'm wearing Dickies in a pro club, like horses <laughs> on with the fitted. Like that's just yeah. me. That's just out there and out there. It's like, whoa, whoa, like what are you doing here? In the yeah. in a sense, and it's like you're in different spaces and especially like like educational spaces. I'm really one of the few brown kids in like on campus. Like it's very small. And there's a Latino community out there, but at the same time it's like not what is that the percentage? Certain. Is there a black community there? It's so small, but it's funny because they advertise it like, yeah, oh, like it's popping. Yeah, like it's like less than one percent. Yeah, or like less than two percent maybe. But like more than thirty percent of like all brochures and like the posters that they have up of students are like black students. Like they're really trying to market the whole diversity okay. thing. That that but yeah. But it sounds like they're trying to be an advocate for it because they understand that there's there's a need. Yes. Right? And no, it's because like, yeah, there's a need for more students. But at the same time, if you paint this false reality of like, oh, yeah, we're diverse and stuff. You have examples like me where I'm in a space where it's like, oh, I'm not comfortable. Like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here. And that's dismotivating. Like that harms my academic, how do you say, performance. Because it's like, yeah. if I really truly feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. And then I'm I'm not gonna have a desire, a motivation, or like a push to so, succeed. If that makes any sense. No, that makes complete mm-hmm. sense. When I went to uh, school, mm-hmm. like I, I I was gonna go to Queensboro Community College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Queens, New York, and I was like, oh my god, I cannot go here. Like it's it's way too many women. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Queens, yeah. you know how they say, like, it's a song, ain't nothing like a Brooklyn girl, ain't nothing like a Queens girl. Because <laughs> I was like, yo, what? No, there's no way I'm going to school here. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. So I didn't. I went to the Institute of Audio Research because mm-hmm. I wanted to pursue something that I really wanted. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, my whole thing at the time was music production and mm-hmm. me and being Dr. Dre, Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's yeah, why I have yeah. my MPC. I'm like making beats. Like, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. And when I hear you as creative, like, you somehow, you picked up the camera. Yeah. Right? And yeah. what are some of, like, the things that you experienced, like, now you're on your own? Yeah. Had, like, my thing was sometimes I would get lost in the music. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt okay. that way, like, behind the lens? Uh, it's funny. It's kind of the opposite. Like, sometimes I've realized that I'm scared of it. Not scared of it, but in the sense of, like, and it's this only happened, like, when I moved out to San Luis Obispo. And this is why I say that, like, this space is an important space to have, like, Color Compton and TVG and everything, is because out here, like, I have the support system. Like, I'm still, I still consider myself a beginner, even though I have more experiences than, like, most beginners. But it's like, I can have people that I can directly reach out to to be Mm -hmm. like, yo, can you help me out with this edit? Or, like, what should I do for this shot? Or, like, composition-wise, like, I know Angel... Like, I talk to him all the time because, like, he's a big influence on just the work that I do and, like, the motivation that I have for this creative stuff. And so when I went out there, it's, like, all that was stripped away from me. Like, from having the community that, like, would support you, let alone, like, I feel like my work and the work that I want to do is a reflection of Compton, like, the reflection of the city I grew up in, the reflection Mm -hmm. of my experiences. Then I go out there and it's, like, Nobody really is going to understand my work, right? It's a bunch of suburbs, like people who grew up in the suburbs, like richer students. It's like, then you're not going to understand the work that I do. Then also, it's like, I couldn't find a space like this out there. And so it's like, because of that, 
I wouldn't really do as much creative work. I would still do it, but it's like, it's not the same as when I'm out here. And so that's like a big struggle. Cause it's like, yes, I'm like my community out here, like does help me out. But moving forward, it's like, I have to be able to push myself just by myself, even in a situation in which like I'm not comfortable in. And that's something that I'm still like working on. Yeah. And so it's like, I know when I go back home for next, or not home, when I go back to San Luis Obispo for next quarter, it's like, that's going to be my goal. Like maintaining, like making sure I still do the creative work that I want to do, even though I'm not in the ideal space, if that makes any sense. No, that but makes yeah. sense. Like, but okay, so you, you established that like, there's not too much of a big like black community there. Mm. There's not too much of a Latino community mm. there. So in terms of like jobs, like what mm. what is the gas price out there? Oh, like six, six, six to seven bucks. Yeah, it's, it's bad out there. It's yeah, I mean, I mean, we pay we pay six here. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know yeah, if it was I mean, like more no, there. it's around the same too. Okay, but like good. regarding jobs specifically for like creative work, um, weddings, you do, you could do. There's like weddings. I know there's a bunch of like students when they graduate and stuff like that. Like I've been to the Cal Poly Photography Club meetings, and the older students that were in that club kind of have experience doing, um, that type of work. Um, I have nothing against it. Like, it's not me, but I know the work that I kind of want to get into is more like music, fashion, and stuff like that. Mm. I have experience with both. And so it's like, that's cool. That's kind of where I want to head in that direction. And so, but then again, it's like, how do I say this? It's like that space, those opportunities, I can't really find out there. Like, mm. I can really only find them out here. Like, my friend who has a brand, Scarcity, UCLA, or when I did the Kids of Immigrants thing, it's like, that's the stuff that I want to do, right? But out there, it's like nobody really has that story or that brand or anything. If that makes any sense. Nah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Um, I was speaking to a young lady the other day, and she said that there's like a black clothing store, mm -hmm. black owned. And she was like, but it's only oh, like yeah. one. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Like, yeah. and, but I don't know how big the town is. I had went one time mm -hmm. to like an apple orchard or something like that yeah. out there. But um, so how, so you being a creative, right? Mm -hmm. You got, you're doing your thing with photography. Oh, mind you, what's your mm -hmm. favorite photographer? That's a great Ooh, question. Oh, that is a great question. That's a tough, I wasn't expecting that question. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but no, 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 we're going to get into that too. But I just want to know. Like, before I go into my next question, to mm, ask you that, like, what one. is your favorite photographer? As of right now, and I feel like the first just photographer that comes to mind is Valandis. Um, he's a, like, YouTuber. He he has an interesting story. He sold all of his digital camera equipment and just bought only film cameras. I thought that was really cool. And I also found him at a time where I was just starting film. Oh, he's wild. Now. Yeah. Like, but what I <laughs> like, really what? appreciate about his work and what I, like, relate to is that he document. he's from Detroit. So he like documents Detroit and a lot of people give him slack or they talk bad about his work because he's highlighting like, how do you say? There's like, he had a photo set with a bunch of um, black people and then they were using, they, they are holding guns and stuff like that. And so people who aren't from the city that don't understand, they're like, oh yeah, you're just like, how do you say, romanticizing like something negative and stuff like he's like no this i'm not romanticizing anything like this is what i see this is what i do this is what i live around and so i respect that a lot because i think that's mm. kind of what i want to do and reflect in my work D oh, yeah. detroit he's, is a, a tough place yeah so i've heard i'm yeah. not from i'm not but, from the d but still no but it's crazy because it's like the work that he's does is is very very like 
kind of like a like a flower going how oh, was it what's that term it's like when a flower grows from like a crack of cement or something like that oh yeah the rosa grew from the concrete there you go something like that. It, that, okay. that's what i feel like his work represents you know what i'm saying oh, that's it's a cool. powerful statement no no i mean yeah because in the sense of it's like we no because it's like like kind of like in compton out here it's like there's negative connotations to the city obviously and like there's still stuff that can change and can go like change for the better but he highlights the gut stuff about his city and that's something that i want to do if that makes any sense Mm, I mm. like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Abigail, the founder of Color Compton, mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. uh, she actually talks about that in her thesis that mm-hmm. she wrote for her master's. Mm-hmm. Like that was her whole thing talking about how like the media portrays Compton, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but so have you ever felt any like outside pressures like from family, friends, parents, mm-hmm. like because of the amount of like time? that you're, you know, sacrificing with the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's not even like my, uh, I mostly get it from my parents and it's like, I know they don't mean like harm with it. If that makes okay. any sense. It's more just like they come from a situation in which financial security is their most important thing for us. Be- or like for us, me, like me and my little sister is mm-hmm. because they grew up in a difficult situation and they know that in order to make it out here, you need a college degree, yeah. a good career, and all that stuff. And sure. kind of what just American media portrays, it's like, oh, you want to get a good career? You have to go to college. You have to do something like that. And I'm not going to lie. I believe that, too, going up to high school. Like, that was my whole goal. Like, I've got to make it to college. And then once I, like, was started working with Color Compton and stuff, a whole new world opened. It was like, oh, yeah, I can do creative stuff and make make a living off of it. And I've started meeting more people that actually, like, solely dedicate their time to creative work and so that's when i'm like oh like i could do this too but what kind of like my parents don't understand is that just i'm like to start off you're not really making that much money like you have to build up your portfolio network with other people and it's like yeah i'm gonna have shoots that i'm gonna do for free because i need to build up my portfolio i need to build up uh how do you say a following and stuff like that. And I feel like that's something that they don't understand. And so because of that, sometimes it's like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And like, I understand their perspective and I know that they don't mean like ill intentions is all just, they're looking out for what's best for us. But at the same time, it's like, they don't really understand that I can actually make a living off of this. Yeah. And if I actually dedicate like time and passion to it. So, yeah. So do you think also like, everybody like mm-hmm. i go on instagram mm-hmm. everybody is considered a photographer nowadays mm-hmm. like so do you think that the market is saturated oh that's a good question i mean yes and the only reason why i say yes is because we're living in a day and age where everything's more accessible now like i feel like now there's Specifically, like I'm speaking about film because that's what I like know about the most of, like film photography. Um, prices are going up and stuff, but there's a bigger following for it. So, damn, hold up, Mark, you you got me like, yeah, I'm yeah, like I'm thinking you know. about it. Yeah, I feel like it is more saturated, but at the end of the day, like I feel like what, why the reasons why I follow a photographer isn't because of like they do photography is because of the work that they do. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like. There could be a lot of photographers, but how many of them are telling good stories? You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like storytelling wise is not as saturated. 
that so, makes any sense? Yeah, yeah, I, It sounds like you want to tell the story behind the photo. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. I feel like when I look at art, not just photography, but like any forms of art in general, like films, music, anything, I appreciate it so much more when they're telling the story with it. That makes any sense. That makes sense. This makes sense. So I also on the show, mm-hmm. like I al- always do a like a time piece almost like mm-hmm. but you have to answer this, these questions fast okay okay you gotta answer ooh, it fast ooh, it can't ooh, be ooh, it can't be nothing like oh man like i gotta think about this okay it's gotta be straightforward okay. all right as you see i got all the records behind me yeah we talk about hip-hop we talk about mm-hmm. being a creative mm-hmm. we talk about music and more right mm-hmm. and before we get into it the first mm-hmm. thing i'm gonna say because <laughs> i was like hold on the first thing i'm gonna say I have to do a quick ad. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Monday through Friday. You know what I'm saying? You can definitely text us at the number below if you ever want to, uh, in terms of like inspirational as well as like Bible quotes every day, Monday through Friday, I send you a Bible first. And it may be just a random time too. It may be at night, but you're going to get it every single day, Monday through Friday. Please check us out. Sign up below. Just text the number. But on mm-hmm. another note, mm-hmm. Top three rappers. Oh, okay. Off the top of my head, Kendrick. Okay. That's I'm from Compton. Like, okay. I have to. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Who's in my, my playlist right now? Um, Mavi. I don't know if you heard about him. Yeah. What's that? That sounds like a Mavi. So, like something um, technical. No, no, no. M A V I. Um, He's. You know who Alchemist is? I feel like you have to know who Alchemist, Alchemist is. the producer? The yeah. producer, yeah. So he does a lot of work with him. The reason why I like Mavi's work so much is, like I said before, he just hops on a beat and just starts talking about his problem. Like, he tells the story and he's like, hey, this is how I feel. This is the struggle that I'm going through. And you can tell that he's expressing his pain through music. And I just appreciate that. I just appreciate when an artist uses their medium to decompress and all that stuff okay so somebody i've never heard of okay shout out to you bro and then lately west side gun i've been listening to a lot of west side gun who is that he's from buffalo new york mark come on you know mark i've never heard of mark too i've heard of griselda is like griselda records oh my gosh no mark i gotta put you on oh man you gotta you got to mark I just, I don't know. I like I'm, like, I'm like a lost word. I've never been in a space where like two out of the three, I don't even know. <laughs> no, no. That's I've funny. never even no. heard of these people. I mean, yeah, but that's who I'm bumping right now. Um, Griselda uh, Records also works with Alchemist. Alchemist okay. produces a lot of the music. and So it's very like, soulful type of beats. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah but okay, the sound is something like you, you really like. It sounds like Buffalo, New York, if that makes any sense. Like okay. they're from Buffalo, New York, but it's like they have their own sound. They made this own their own community. And... They're low-key coming up. Like, they're coming up. I mean... I'm going to check them out. Man, I, I feel like they've been out there for a minute. Like, everybody kind of knows. They got vinyls? I, maybe. I got to I gotta double check that. All right. But, all right let me know. Yeah, you know West saying? Side Gun. That's what, West, that's what West Side to. Gun, Mavi, and Kendrick. Yeah. Okay. So put them in order. Who's the top? Kendrick. Off rips. I think in that order, honestly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. okay, order. okay. So another thing is, right? Mm-hmm. You get to do a performance. Mm-hmm. Right? You get to do a showcase around anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Right, and you get to ha- get three people, three artists, dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Who would you have perform? Oh, perform! Oh, that changes everything. Um, first person I'm gonna say, and I've totally created, and the only reason why I say that is because he is a great performer. Like, okay, I, I feel like his he's opening the show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like his um 
attention to detail to performances is crazy. I don't know if you've seen any of his performances. No. I'll just even send you some of his interviews, but he's very like tedious with what he does because mm -hmm. he's trying to tell a story. It's his his production. Um, number two. Number two. This is the person. All right, Tyler's opening the show. Now we oh, get see, into the next person. See, but that's tough because it's like there's a bunch of artists I would want to have up, not just like hip hop, if that makes any sense. So, so it's like yeah, it doesn't have to be hip hop. Oh, okay, in that case, Daryl Hall. Um, said all music. Daryl Hall and John Oates. Hall Notes. You don't know Hall Notes. Oh, Hall the Notes. Hall Notes. Yeah, I love their music. Reminds me of like spending time with my family. All okay, that stuff. okay, so, okay. So that's that's then, the mid. And then, okay, then who's closing the uh, show? I'm trying to think of. That's tough, Mark. You give me tough questions out here. No, I don't give yeah, tough don't questions. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, um, guys. Marvin Gaye. I, I'll say Marvin oh. Gaye. I'll say Marvin Gaye, yeah. Yeah, you Some closing soulful. the show the right it's way. Great, it's a great, yeah. All right, where are they performing? Where, where in the Ooh. world? Where is this going to be? Ah, okay. This show. There's no specific place that I can describe it. I just want a small, intimate um, show. So I went uh, in San Luis Obispo, Fremont Theater. I've been there. You've been there? It's a small theater. It is. Like, you can be in the back of the pit and still be, like, right in front of It sounds of, good. Yeah. And I just love that. Like, yeah, big, like, the Hollywood Bowl and stuff like that is, is cool. Not outside. You wanted to be inside. Nah, like, something small, something close. Okay. It's just, like, a small group of people and just appreciating the art. Dope, 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 dope. Good stuff, good stuff, yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, I want to know mm -hmm. how people can contact you. Ooh, Okay. Um, follow me on Instagram, 90222. Um, you can also, my website, 90222.com is up there. And I also have Twitter, 90222. So, yeah. Okay. What's, yeah. And that's the photography page as well? That's my photography page as well. Okay. Yeah. And what are some words of wisdom words you would want wisdom. to tell, you know, tell somebody that's coming up, trying to be a creative or want to get in this space? What is it that you would want to tell them? It's nerve wracking at times, but that's okay. And... Um, perfection isn't always the greatest thing. And like, I, the reason why I say that is because I've heard this story. I forgot who said it, but it was just like, there was this guy and he had just got out of film school. Right. Okay. But he was, he had, um, a classmate, they would always compete and stuff like that. But the first guy, he had wrote a script and he was, he took years and years to perfect the script and then was trying to find the like perfect actors for it and the perfect location and all that stuff right while the other guy that he would compete with would just put out a lot of work like he would do a bunch of stuff and so like in a 10-year time period he hadn't really gone big in the space okay. but the guy who kept on putting out work was already like getting awards for the films that he's done like that and so his thing was just like Sometimes what you need to do is just execute. And if you keep on executing, then eventually you're going to reach. Like, it's like flexing a muscle, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And so the more That's you like, flex a muscle, the better you get at it. Facts. And so it's like, yeah, you can stick, like get stuck on one project for a long time. But I feel like what I'm trying to adopt into my personal philosophy now, at least where I'm as a creative, is just like execute, execute, execute. And then the work and the acclaim is going to come with it. All right, think, there you have think, it, guys. No, I, think, I appreciate yeah. it. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> execute, guys, for real. Make sure you execute. <laughs> that this that wraps up, you know, yeah. this episode. Yeah. I appreciate 
my mm -hmm. one and only brother, appreciate Noel, you, coming Mark. through. You, you know what I'm saying? From uh, San Luis Obispo, right? That's mm -hmm. how you say it? Yeah. For sure. So came came <laughs> down just for the interview, you know? <laughs> Captain. <laughs> Captain hard. So that much happen. So much <laughs> Facts. But no, it came through. I appreciate y'all. Stay tuned for next time.